Outside the box. Here we go again. Today's topic is criminal injustice two. Last week I talked about experiments and studies mentioned in author Adam Benferrado's book Unfair that demonstrate that the criminal justice system is often biased. Here are some more of those experiments and how they demonstrate the unfairness of the system. Even something as simple as viewing a video of a crime can lead to starkly different conclusions. When 1,350 people watched a tape of a man leading police on a chase and an eventual crash, not all came to the same judgment of fault. Based on skin color, gender, ideology, and other factors, some blame the man, some the police, and some a combination. They simply acted on their own identities and experiences. Even though the vast, vast majority of the public sided with Rodney King in his famous beating in 1992 by four Los Angeles police officers, those officers charged in the incident were all found innocent. The jury apparently sided more with police experts than with the video they saw with their own eyes. Similarly, so-called eyewitnesses to crimes often misidentify perpetrators in the lineup or from photos. Of the first 250 people exonerated from crimes using DNA evidence, 190 of those included eyewitness identifications. Various experiments have shown how faulty our memories often are. We can't remember where a fire extinguisher is located. We recall a bus explosion that never happened, and we identify a person who we think committed a rape, but discover later could not have done so based on DNA evidence. Psychologists have examined how the camera angle, called camera perspective bias, affects people's views of crime incidents and interrogations. While police body cameras can give one version of what happened, It's from the police point of view. A video taken by a victim or friend of a victim, such as was done during the police shooting of Philando Castile in Minnesota, or footage taken by a third party, such such as in the killing of Eric Garner on Staten Island, gives a different viewpoint of what actually occurred. Police body camera videos only offer one view of the evidence of what really happened. Fortunately, these cameras have, despite perspective bias, succeeded in reducing police violence and complaints of police brutality. When it comes to jury selection, it may be almost impossible to find a truly impartial jury. Male jurors are more likely to convict an obese woman, but not an obese man. Skin color, age, and economic class, not surprisingly, make a big difference in how jurors view a defendant. A young, dark-skinned, black male without higher education would have a hard time overcoming conscious or unconscious biases that many white jurors would likely have. And people of color are underrepresented on juries as well because they are often removed from jury pools by prosecutors or defense lawyers. 
Judges have their own prejudices as well, as is clear from the struggle over a new U.S. Supreme Court justice. A recent study compared judges who had a daughter to those with only sons and found that judges with daughters were 16% more likely to favor a woman in gender-related civil rights complaints. And judges up for re-election are noted for harsher sentences in order to appear tough on crime. A study of eight Israeli judges on parole boards indicated that they granted more paroles at the beginning of the day or after a food break compared to just before a food break or at the end of the day when a judge would be hungry or tired. If a judge gave out more paroles than usual early in the day, they were less likely to grant them later on, no matter how valid the request. And then there's prosecutorial misconduct. Some prosecutors withhold evidence, which could prove a defendant's innocence. Others may push for conviction despite flimsy evidence, or press for a plea bargain just to get a conviction by threatening a long sentence if the suspect is found guilty. I'll have some suggestions for addressing the injustice of the legal system in the next Outside the Box. How fair do you think our criminal justice system is in determining innocence or guilt? I'm Larry Danzinger, believing that justice may be blind, but the law isn't.